When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Price candy. Maybe I'll buy myself a card that says, Be Mine, with a B on the front of it, because that's clever. Happy Singles Awareness Day, or as I like to call it, Independence Day. Yep, an entire holiday devoted to staying in yoga pants, drinking wine, eating chocolate, and watching whatever the hell I want. Well, Super Bowl 56 wasn't even 24 hours old when the online bookies started posting odds on Super Bowl 57. That's how it works. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we'll tell you who the odds-on favorite are to win the Super Bowl next year. Huh. Yeah. Wonder where we are on that list. I know. Coming up, but first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Kim and Kanye this morning. Yeah, Kanye's keeping at it. Hammering on Pete Davidson on social media. He was all over it again yesterday. To the point where Kim actually reached out and told him to stop it. Cut it out. She may have been set off by a post where Kanye told his fans that if they saw Pete, they should, quote, scream at the loser at the top of your lungs and say, Kim Ye forever. That's not good. Later in the day, he posted a screenshot of a text he got from Kim saying, quote, you are creating a dangerous and scary environment and someone will hurt Pete and this will be all your fault. Yeah, people are insane. I know. You just don't want to. And the cat, he said, upon my wife's request, please nobody do anything physical to skeet. I'm going to handle the situation myself. Are you now? He's calling him skeet. I don't know why. Pete. Skeet. He's calling Pete Skeet. That's supposed to be a disrespectful nickname. I guess so. I guess it's become a slang term for a, a I can't say. It's it's this actually Skeet is very dirty. How yeah. you know? Of course you it's know. It's in rap music. <laughs> yeah. Well, we learn something every day, don't we? So, yes, that is what uh, he has been calling him now. Okay. So, Kim thanked Kanye for promising to back his fans off. And, of course, he shared a screenshot of that as well. Then she texted him again and said, why can't you keep any of our conversations private? And he replied, quote, because I got a text from my favorite person in the world. I'm your number one fan. Why wouldn't I tell everyone? And, yes, he posted that, too. Because I'm married to Kim Kardashian. (laughs) He's still working hard on getting her back. He started the day by sending a pickup truck full of flowers to her house. The side of the truck, it said, my vision is crystal clear with K's. And uh, he and Julia Fox broke up, which I find interesting. They broke up after, you know, he's been begging Kim to come back. Yeah. So he was still dating her through most of this. 
Uh, she posted on her Instagram story that she and Kanye are on good terms. She said, I have love for him, but I wasn't in love with the man. Jesus Christ, what do you guys think I am, 12 years old? And through it all, Kim and Pete seem to be doing just fine. Yeah, I. Uh, so Julia Fox, I guess, like deleted any and every photo of her and Kanye together. And um, and then like immediately after the breakup, she liked Kim's stuff. Yeah, immediately. So I don't know what kind of statement that was supposed to be, but yeah, well, it was right after. Kanye, while he was at the Super Bowl with the kids, Kim was having dinner with Pete in New York and they were spotted kissing for the first time. Oh, that was the first time? That they've been spotted kissing. Spotted yes. Got it. Uh, that's a big step. That is. That's. And obviously they are like more than friends. Peck on the cheek or. No kissing. Full on making out. I, they were kissing. Oh. It wasn't just a little. Mm-hmm. Well, last month Netflix announced that they are raising their prices. Well, an email about the change is finally making its way into the inboxes of existing subscribers. They were very selective in their choice of words. They purposely didn't call it an increase, even though that is exactly what it is. Instead, they referred to it as an update. Yeah. (laughs) That's the sound of your Netflix prices going up right there. It is. Just ticked up a little bit. Uh, we hope you're enjoying everything Netflix has to offer, says the quote. We're updating our prices to bring you more great entertainment. Your monthly price will change to whatever the new plan price is for your tier. On March 12th of 2022, uh, this update will allow us to deliver even more value for your membership. More. More value? More value? How? What's coming? But I'm paying more. I know. So where's the value? Good point. Uh, with stories that lift you up Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. If you were simply make your day a little better. Twitter was quick to notice. One user said, sorry, this does not justify the price hike. Hashtag Netflix. Just be honest. You want to make more money. It's okay to admit that. Uh, another person said, at least call it a price increase. Too funny. Crappy, <laughs> but funny. Nice. Yeah. It was Super Bowl Sunday, also known as um, AKA Cryptocurrency Awareness Day. It's um, all crypto now. Even the halftime show, Bloods versus the Cryptos. It was, wow. you know, the halftime show was great. Dr. Dre, 50 Cent. Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Anderson Pack, and it was supposed to be Mary J. Blige, but Snoop Dogg smoked all the J's, so it was just Mary Blige. All right, so we talked yesterday about the Super Bowl commercials, and I, I don't think any of them really blew any of us away. I cried at that Kia robot dog one, and it was on again last night, and I <sighs> teared up again. I'm like, terrible. Oh, I know you just feel so bad for the little dog, even though it's a robot. Yeah. So now, 
Slight judgment. <laughs> Not at all. I had the same reaction, but I got pissed because I'm like, it's so wrong to do that to people. So the annual USA Today Super Bowl ad meter results are in, and these are calculated based on scores from around 150,000 panelists. Some of the top commercials, I'll give you the top five. Toyota. Brothers with Paralympian Brian mm-hmm. McKeever and his older brother Rob. That made me cry. Yeah, same. That was like one of the first ones. It was early. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was solid. And that was also one that I do believe was released early because didn't we see it last week or did we just see a story on the two brothers? No, we sure. saw it last week. We saw it last yeah. week. Okay. Still made me cry. Though. And then here's your damn robo dog at number four. You know, uh, back to the robot dog. What I think, because I got a little, I didn't cry, but, right, but you got a little misty. feel the emotion. Yeah, and it, but for me, it was rooted in the human kindness, even though it was just a robot. Right. Oh, you were touched that them. the man that yeah. recharged the robot them, yeah. and then yeah. brought him, gave him a home, a right. loving home. Yes. Number three, Flamin' Hot Cheetos and Cool Ranch Doritos. That was kind of funny. Do you guys remember that, that one? That was the was one with Push all it. the animals. Yes, yeah. with Megan the Stallion voicing the bird. Charlie Puth is the fox. Number three, Amazon Mind Reader with Scarlett Johansson and Colin Yost. That made me laugh. Uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. And number one was Rocket Homes and Rocket Mortgage Dream House with Anna Kendrick and Barbie. Okay, you know what was great about that spot is that they produced it Exactly like those Barbie ads that you see running during Saturday morning cartoons or when when they had Saturday morning cartoons. Uh Like it's the typical Saturday morning cartoon kids commercial. I mean, just listen to the style and the way they produced it. Barbie really wants this dream house. It's got stunning views and a slide. Barbie's ready for fun. Yeah. And Barbie found out about this dream house with an alert from Rocket Homes. She did? Well, it's a super competitive market. <laughs> Everyone wants to buy the dream house. Better offer Betty. I'll go 10 over asking. Cash offer Carl. Straight cash. House Cooper Skipper. Let's tear it to the studs. You vultures. <laughs> You're going to start a bidding war. <laughs> this is less than ideal. Oh, no. Don't worry. Barbie has a verified approval that shows her finances are backed by Rocket Mortgage. So Barbie wins. But we need a house. Oh, I found a fixer-upper castle on Rocket Homes. Like his vibe. Get your dream house all in one place with Rocket Homes and Rocket Mortgage for a better way to find There you go. Cute. And the commercial that got the absolute worst rating was the Coinbase bouncing QR code. Got the worst rating, but I think it got the best results because there were so many people that uh, scanned the QR code that's that shut their uh, website down. Did think, it really? I think someone I read or someone told me like, let's say that what was the they spent seven million on the commercial, but they got. Oh my God! Twelve million to go to their website or wow. something. Yeah. So like crazy. the return on their money invested. Mm-hmm. That's what you want, right? Something like that. Yeah. Supposed to look at it as seven million dollars. Then that's insane. And that's where I keep coming back to. Like, okay, so what are they getting for that seven million dollars? What right. is the return on that? Right. Mm. All right. So the odds-on favorite to win next year's Super Bowl is not the Bengals. Buffalo Bills. Nope, it ain't the Bills. There's a site called Sports Interaction. The top two teams didn't make it. (laughs) So no Bengals, no Rams. They give the Kansas City Chiefs the best odds, followed closely by the Buffalo Bills. Hmm. So the Rams came in third, and then the Bengals in fourth. 
then the 49ers, then the Buccaneers. I can't believe the Buccaneers are that hot. They just lost Tom Brady. It's like we we don't know what the yeah. what the Bucks are gonna do there. Must be feeling really good about everybody else on the yeah. team. Yeah, that no matter what quarterback they throw in there, it'll be all right. Hmm. Coming in dead last are the Houston Texans, followed by the Jets and the Lions. The Jaguars and the Giants round out the bottom five. Somebody bet five thousand dollars on the Jets to win the Super Bowl next mm-hmm. year, and if they do. The payout is $1 million. Wow, right? That's crazy. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, Other tidbits from the Super Bowl. The NFL says it knew Eminem was going to kneel during the halftime show. I don't know why that's been such a big deal. I don't know. Didn't even occur. Like, he was the only one kneeling. Everybody else was standing and doing their thing. I know. And some are saying it was a tribute to Tupac. Yeah. I thought he was just tired. I thought... Honestly, because if you watch it, like he looks like he's exhausted. He's like, just he's done worn himself breathing. out. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. Sometimes if you kneel down for a second, you can't get up. It's That's easy, true. you know. So you just stay there. I'm just going to stay here till this song's done. Yeah, I don't. There's no handlebar for That's me. That's how to... I took it. Uh, that's just me. Uh, and of course, Snoop was high during the halftime show. There's video proof. They have video of him smoking a J backstage. Uh, this is kind of fun. I've got, have you guys seen the video of Joe Burrow at the after party? I did. No. He yeah. was, yeah, there was an after party following the game and he hit the stage with Kid Cudi. Uh, yeah. And he didn't. Kid Cudi had uh, Joe's jersey on. Yeah. 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 It's cool. So Joe's just kind of up there by himself on the stage behind Kid Cudi and he doesn't look like he's in a super celebratory mood. It's not like he's part. Yeah, none ah! of the guys looked super happy, but at the same time, I'm glad that they actually did go out and celebrate a little bit because they deserved to. I know. Regardless they... of the outcome. Yep. Huge achievement just getting there. And all of those, Tim and I were talking about this yesterday. What happens with all of the Cincinnati Bengals Super Bowl champions hats and T-shirts that they had on standby in case they won the game? Right. right? They're all going to needy people in other countries. Okay. So, yep. By the way, uh, watched the homecoming last night on Channel 5. You know, they had the buses rolling in. Yeah. uh, It was cool to see. CJ Uzama came out and uh, he acknowledged the fans and uh, signed a few autographs, I guess, and just... You know, gave him some love, which I thought was great. And, yeah. Uh, so did so did the coach. Yeah, Isaac like Taylor walked up and was like, both hands in the air, and everyone yeah. went crazy. It was cool to see yeah. everybody. Joe Burrow didn't really seem like he was really in the mood. No. Not so much. I said, hmm. watch for the porch. That's his Porsche pulling out. And then the lady on TV goes, there's Joe and his Porsche. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. Uh, hey, you guys remember James Blunt? Of yes. course. Yeah. He's the guy who sang You're Beautiful. Yes. Which is a song that kind of became torturous back in the day. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the first 2,000 times we heard it. It was about the, you know, 3,000th play that it. Because it's (laughs) kind of a beautiful song with a really beautiful meaning. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you didn't know this about James Blunt, he is actually very funny. Uh-huh. He's a funny dude, and he is hilarious on Twitter and very aware that some people are annoyed by him. Uh, on that note, there's been a protest going on outside of New Zealand's parliament over vaccine mandates and related issues. 
So cops started playing stuff like the Macarena and Barry Manilow music to get them to disperse. Uh, here, here's a clip of some of the songs played. <laughs> this is actual audio. <laughs> And, and that was the that was the result. Uh, James saw a story about the protests and how they were playing stuff like the Macarena and Barry Manilow to get him to disperse. James sees the story about it and tweeted, "Hey, give me a shout if that doesn't work. Then you can play my music." So the police actually took him up on his offer and they started playing "You're Beautiful," but it backfired because then the protesters started so singing so along. Good. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Now, I don't know if you can tell, but uh, they also sang along to some of the other songs, too, including Baby Shark. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Oh, is that my heart will go on? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Oh, that's I don't funny. know that I could take it. You think you'd bail? You got to be tough to hang in you there. You have for to those be a passionate, halls. right? Passionate yeah. protester. You have to be really solid in your resolve. I know. Is the Ambassador Bridge still closed? Is that still blocked off, or I, is that finally I, reopened? When I was driving home the other day, uh, it was oh, they had just passed some sort of legislation to open it up, but I I don't know what ended up happening. Oh, okay. Hey, that's your latest E-News. We'll leave it there for now. More coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we'll have three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, you're going to win a pair of tickets to Third Eye Blind with Taken Back Sunday and Hockey Dad. All happening Wednesday, July 6th at uh, the Promo West Pavilion at Ovation. Only other married people with kids can empathize with the deep envy I feel towards you, single people okay you you don't know how free you are you can eat an edible at 2 p.m <laughs> go to the aquarium and watch the jellyfish go back and forth <laughs> you don't gotta bring a giant bag with little ziploc baggies of goldfish and toy cell phones you can just go with what's in your pockets People, you don't know what it's like to eat a cold quesadilla (laughs) that your toddler threw on the floor. (laughs) You single people, if you're romantically involved with somebody and then all of a sudden that somebody reveals a personality trait that you don't like, (gasps) you could just leave. Because you didn't make a promise in front of your grandma and all your co-workers and ask your friends to buy you an instant pot. (laughs) You single people, you don't have to be nice to your mother because you need her for babysitting. Because you want time to yourself to binge Bridgerton to feel alive again. And I have three headlines here. Two fake, one real. You picked the real one. And are they going to Skyline today? Nope. No. Where are they going today? Got something better. All righty. What is it? 
We got a pair of tickets to uh, Third Eye Blind. We're taking back Sunday in Hockey Dad at the Promo West Pavilion at Ovation. Nice. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. All right. Although, I like Skyline too. <laughs> Go to Skyline before. Yeah. That's All the right. way you can do both. I know. Right? Got to have a good base before the concert. That's so right. true. Rachel. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you guys? Excellent. Doing wonderful. I got your headlines here. You pick the real one. We're going to send you to go see Third Eye Blind. All right, so here we go. Which one is real? Is it A? Construction company foreman fired for running prostitution ring in row of portalettes. Is it B? Metro bus driver let go for offering free rides to prostitutes. Or C? A mayor resigned after saying ice fishing shanties could lead to prostitution. Um, Me and my son were discussing it, and he was thinking B. Oh, go with C. Let's go with C. It's C. Right. There you go. Those darn <laughs> ice fishing shanties. Yeah, because any misstep as a politician can cost you your job. But this is a weird way to go out. I feel like if you immediately connect those two dots, you have some sort of experience with that because it's so out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Craig Schubert is the mayor of Hudson, Ohio, just outside Cleveland, or he was anyway. He just stepped down following an odd claim he made last week. He was at a city council meeting last Tuesday debating whether or not to allow ice fishing in town. And he claimed that (laughs) allowing it might be a slippery slope. He said if you allow fishing, ice fishing, then people might want to set up ice fishing shanties next year. And if that happens... It could lead to prostitution. Additionally, if you open this up to ice fishing, while on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty on Hudson Mm. Springs Park for X amount of time? And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem, prostitution. And now you've got the police chief and the police department involved. I mean, do they have a big prostitution problem like in parks or something there that would lead him to think that no. during the warmer weather, are I there said, issues in the area or what? No. I said hooks, I'm going fishing, not hooker. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it, what's funny is everybody just kind of like did a double take. Like, like I'm sorry, what? what? Where did, how did you get are there? You, most people thought it was just a weird jump in logic and Oddly paranoid. So mm-hmm. the video went viral. And then yesterday, Craig announced that he was stepping down. Now, that seems why that seems a bit much. Why well, is he quitting? Well, the statement he put out said his comment about prostitutes and shanties was supposed to be a dose of dry humor to lighten the mood. But if that's true, his humor is very dry because he said it with a straight face and no one laughed or even cracked a smile. Mm. So I don't know what that was all about, but the city is now planning to install a temporary replacement until a new mayor can be elected this November. (laughs) Yeah, that's so weird. All right, James is looking for a second date update with a woman named Katie. Hi, James. Hey, guys. Nice to talk to you. I've actually talked to you guys before. I played the 1K letter of the day. I suck, though. I I had the letter Y, and I think I got three. (laughs) Okay. Hey, three is not so so bad, right? With uh, Y... uh, it was pretty bad, but hopefully I'll have better luck here. Absolutely. Well, let's hope so. We're going to try anyway. You want to take us from the beginning? Tell us how you met Katie and how the first date went. We'll go from there. Great. So, yeah, I met Katie on Match. We went to Longhorn because I really like steak, and I, I didn't want to spend a fortune on a first date. But 
I can say now that I I definitely think that she is worthy of graduating to Jeff Ruby's. Oh, um, maybe that's, that's why she won't go out with you. That is quite a compliment. <laughs> well, hey, it's one step at a time, right? You got you got to get to know each other and everything. But no, but I, I mean, I I'm hoping you guys can help me figure this out because dinner was great. I think she's really funny. You know, it, that's like big for me these days because it's it's just nice to be some around somebody who's not taking everything so seriously. You know, it's just I don't know. It just everything. The the yeah. Then the light the lighthearted you know mood and everything was was great. Um, she likes to laugh, sense of humor. You know, all that's really important to me. And she's really attractive too. She's she's got beautiful brown hair, big blue eyes. I mean, she's like a knockout. But she's a Dua Lipa fan. You know, we talked about that. I I like her music too. We we talked about going to a concert together. Maybe. I mean, I have I had like every indication that she was you know, interested in that we'd be going out again. And now I'm just at a total loss. I walked her to a car. I, you know, hugged her. We didn't kiss, but just gave her a hug. She thanked me for a nice dinner. The end. When she was thanking you for the nice dinner and you guys had the hug, did it feel like she was, um, you know, those half-hearted hugs? It's like a kindergarten yeah. teacher giving a kid a hug, like, yeah. see you later. Or like no, the side I, hug. That's the other one that's kind of like. I hate mm. it. Don't even bother. <laughs> it was, it, I know, no, I I know what that is, and I definitely I've been there too. But like, no, it was it was genuine, you know. Like it was, I we we had a really great conversation at dinner, and I think when we said goodbye, it was there was like a kind of, you know, recognition of that that was the case. All right, but you felt okay about it, like you didn't walk away from it saying, oh, that was weird. No. Did you guys have any tentative plans to get together again, or was that alluded to? I, I just said I'd call her, and I and I have called her, and uh, she's not picking up. <laughs> mm. I mean, maybe I should have taken her to Jack Ruby's for the first day, but <laughs> we, we had a good time, Fritz though. was just kidding about that, I right? was. I was just kidding. Although it did make me laugh that you were like, now she's worthy. Well, you can't start <laughs> big like that because then you got to keep, you know. No, untrue. Yeah. I don't you know. say this is how you preface it. I don't really come here that often, but I felt like you were really special. Maybe we could share this place together. Okay, that's so. Then that way, next time it's fine if you go somewhere maybe a little less. Sure. I had a buddy that bought his uh, his girlfriend on their first anniversary a seven day cruise. Wow! Right on. And I was like, dude, yeah, she's gonna expect something nice every year. Oh, yeah, yeah. and setting, that's okay. You're setting a precedent. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know, but that's a, that's an anniversary. This is the first date. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I understand. Hoping you guys can help me out. Here. Yeah, we'll certainly try. Uh, we got to take a break first, though. So when we come back, we'll call Katie and we'll see what she really thought of James and her date with him. Coming up, a second date update continues on Cincinnati's Q102. Okay, James goes on a date with Katie. They met on Match. Steak dinner at Longhorn. You know, he's like me. I love going to steakhouses. Prefer Jeff Ruby's, but I wasn't quite ready to make that investment until he had a chance to get to know Katie. But after the date, it went so well. He's like, yep, she is Jeff Ruby's worthy now. That's saying something. Yeah, that's quite a compliment. And uh, he walked her to her car. They shared a hug. She thanked him for a great evening. James is thinking all is well. Called her up to go on a second date. She's not returning any of his messages. Something has happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it just sounds like you're really not giving me much information on anything that I've could have gone wrong, like at, on the date. So I'm wondering if something happened. No ideas, no theories in James? her own life. I, I mean, 
no, we, we, we really, there was nothing, you know, earth shattering or anything like nothing, nothing even a, a heavy at all that we talked about. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's call her up and see what's up. And we'll get some answers. Hello. Hi, Katie. Uh, yeah, hi. Hi, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Wait, who? Jeff and Jen at Q102. We got Fritch and Tim here. Morning. Hi. Uh, got you on speakerphone. Oh. How you doing? Is this second date update? Because I'm not. I I love you guys, but uh, yeah, no. I, I got. No, no. How I bad can that. it be? I mean, I love you, but no. <laughs> Is, did did you go on a date that was so horrible? Oh, you don't no. want that person to know what the issue is. Uh, no, no possibility of improving or learning from this experience. Oh, was it that awful? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> really? I, yeah, I mean, I liked him. I really did. But I have this thing, like, like I've heard Fritz talk about feet. Well, I have some kind of thing with, like, oral care. Oral care? Why? Did he have bad teeth or something? Yeah. No, he has beautiful teeth. That's not it. It's just at the end of the day when we finished our drinks and we're getting ready to leave, he flossed his teeth. He flossed his teeth like, at the table? Oh, hell no. Yeah. I'm out on right that, Right at the table. Right at the table. Uh-oh. James. Yeah. <laughs> Like, seriously? Like, with a flosser, kind of, in, you know, kind of discreetly? Or how was mm-hmm. this done? Yeah. Oh, no, he had, like, both. He had picks and the string. Oh. And tiny little specks of steak flew out yeah. of his mouth. Oh. And, like, oh. I almost hurled. Oh. Okay. Same. Like, okay. <laughs> we're like, stop, yeah. no long. Don't need any more description. See? <laughs> see? Yeah. You see exactly what I was feeling. Oh, okay. And so... Like, where was the decency to be like, hmm, maybe I should go to the restroom if I want to do this. Or my car. I don't know. Maybe a little discreetly, like with a toothpick. I don't know. All right. Look, I hate the feeling of food in my teeth. So do I. Well, I do too. Especially steak. I had to get it out. And I I don't see what the big deal is. I mean, everybody flosses, or at least they should floss. It was just distracting to me. I just wanted to get it out. Yeah, but you wouldn't clip your toenails Ah, at the dinner table. Why do we keep talking about these kinds of things? Well, because I think it's on par with that. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah. Like, all of the things that you do in the bathroom, you shouldn't do at the table. Mm -mm. Just because, like, everybody poops. I'm not going to take my shoes off at the table. (laughs) I I had the floss. I'm just, my mouth's right there. Yeah, and it's something that should be done in the bathroom. It's really gross and very inconsiderate. Just said a lot. Said a lot. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling a little nauseous. You know that was really good. I'm gonna be right back. It'll take me two seconds, and then just slip into that restroom, do what you gotta do. Where do you keep it? Like in your pocket? You just have the floss and the flosser with you at all times? Yeah, I have floss. I have a few things. I carry tape with me. Tape? Uh, yeah, scotch tape. Okay. In case I ever need that, or I have a little multi-tool. So you more of a reach guy, or you like glide? I just get whatever the cheap stuff is. To... Just scotch. Keep it classic. Oh, gosh. At least get the better stuff so it moves quicker. Oh. Well, uh, no hope for a second date here, Katie? Oh, no, thank you. 
I, you know, some people just. All right. Yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you, James. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Guess I should go to the bathroom. There'll be people that won't care, though. For things like this. I, yeah. yeah but You'll meet not. somebody that don't, that won't care. I mean, really. Like, as grossed out as Fritch is over this and feet, when it comes to snot, she seems fine. Yeah. I mean, somebody won't care. Like, I've wiped people's noses before. It happens. She wipes mine daily. <laughs> See, that's what I need. It's a woman who wouldn't mind wiping my nose. Well, I'm taken, but if it doesn't work out, maybe I'll give you a call. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for putting yourself out there. And, uh, Katie, we appreciate you grinning and bearing through it, even though it was not your first choice. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so if we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Happy Singles Awareness Day. Aww. That sounds like a holiday for me. Yeah. Also, we could be heading for an avocado shortage. Hope you enjoyed your guacamole on Super Bowl Sunday. We'll have that. Plus, how to get your tax refund as fast as possible this year. It is Tuesday, the 15th of February of 2022. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Well, we made it through Valentine's Day, which is a huge relief to the singles out there and honestly, possibly everyone else as well. Fittingly, today is National Singles Awareness Day or SAD. No. <laughs> now, see, that's just not right. I mean, attaching the meaning of singlehood to sadness doesn't seem right or fair or accurate. Well, this holiday has been around for about 20 years, and it being the day after Valentine's is no accident. According to the U.S. Census Bureau data, Detroit has more singles than any other city. 71% of the people who live there in Detroit are single. Cleveland is next at 69%. The Cleveland suburb of Euclid, Ohio, ranked as the number one single Singles suburb at 62% and Hoboken, New Jersey is right behind it. As for states, Vermont and Alaska have the most single men, Jen. Where? Vermont and Alaska. Well, I think I'd prefer Vermont, even though neither one of them sounds, I, I'm, they are both beautiful places. Yeah. Just not sure the weather is what, if I'm going to leave Cincinnati, I don't think either one of those climates is where I want to go. Would be best for you. Right. Uh, Mississippi and Georgia have the most single women, and Nevada and Arkansas have the most divorcees. Hmm. So but Jen, it doesn't really specify if all of these single people are like looking to hook up or date or couple up. Or a lot of single people in my world completely content, happy being See, single. See, and that's the thing. It's like I I know so many married women that say if we end if something ends up happening and I become single, I'm done. They're like, I'm just well, yeah, I will happily live my life sure. alone. And and I know so many single women that are like, yeah. Mm, no, I'm good. <laughs> I know. I was talking to a woman over the weekend who, when she got divorced, she was perfectly happy, didn't want to get involved with anyone else, and then met a, a guy. It was not love at first sight. They mm -hmm. were just really good friends, but then it evolved into it evolved. something. Mm -hmm. So then they decided, okay, we're we're going to move in together, but we're not going to get married. Uh -huh. And <laughs> then she got pregnant. Oops. And it completely changed her viewpoint on it. Like, she just said, you know what? I want this, and this is how I want to do it. And he was just along for the ride. He's sure. like, whatever. Okay. Yeah. A kid will do that.
Yeah. Now, let's take a closer look at this study to some of the questions you were raising, yeah. Jen. Uh, all the best singles might still be pining after an ex. When you talk about moving on, many of them have not just yet. In a new poll, 43% of singles say they would have an ex that they'd get back together with in a heartbeat. That breaks down as 52% of men and 36% of women who have an ex that they would get back together with in a heartbeat. And in another poll, two out of three people are still holding on to something that an ex gave them. Hmm. And more than 40% have multiple items from a previous relationship. I suppose if you have something that's like really cool, but you don't necessarily attach sentimental value to it. Right. Depends on what it is. Doesn't mean I you're suppose. necessarily pining for that person. Right. And we're not talking about practical stuff like tools, kitchen items, or even clothes. Uh, some are more sentimental than that. Most common items include love letters, photos, and jewelry. But see, my mother would hold on to those things, not because, and she would explain, it wasn't because she still had a thing for this guy, but because it represented a pivotal time in her life that sure. she just wanted to remember. Right. I mean, that's the thing about old relationships is it's like, yeah, you may have moved on and you don't really have any interest in that anymore. But it is nice to revisit that time in your life because at that time, that person was your everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, my whole world revolved around that football player boyfriend I had. Oh, yeah. Especially him. Yeah. Right. And that was like all my high, you know, half a high school and half a college. So you wouldn't go back to him if he came back into your life. You know, if he was single and you were single and the situation, circumstances were, you know, ripe. My mom would love it if I would. My mother would be very pleased. I found out years later how much they really liked him. Like, they didn't go to his wedding. They went to his wedding reception, but they did not go to his wedding because my mom didn't think that she could handle it because she would be too upset because she really wanted me to marry him. Wow. I know. That's like, heavy. But they're going to go for the chicken and spaghetti dinner, though. They might, yeah. <laughs> We're going to go to the wedding reception. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, Bailey. Hi. Hey, Bailey. You're calling 20. Okay. This is very exciting, Bailey. Are you very excited? I'm very excited. Oh, good. Good. So, you heard the secret sound. You heard the clue. Yes. I'm sure you've seen all the other clues online at WKRQ.com. Yes. Okay. So, based on that and some of the chatter in and around the Q102 secret sound for $6,000, care to take a guess? Yeah. Okay. So, I think it's him opening up the Bud Light Hoo Day beer and taking a sip while he and Fritch play beer pong while a fish flops around. So, you think it's Tim? Take me through this again. What'd you say? Go ahead and repeat it. Yes. Um, I think it's him opening up a Hooday uh, Bud Light while while he's playing beer pong with Fritch while a fish flops around on the table. A fish, fish flops around on the fl- table. Flopping on the table, okay. Does that kind of sound like that a little bit. Bailey, you're kind of moving us in the right direction, uh, minus the whole fish thing, um, but you are not correct. Um, but we're going to do it again at 940 <laughs> if you want to try us back. Okay, awesome. 
Thank you. All right, Bailey. Thanks, take it Bailey. easy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be out of the B105 studio finally. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for that. Right. Yeah. So she uh, maybe has a one or two of the things kind of more closer to what we're looking Can for. Can we say how many elements we're looking for? One, two, three, four, five. 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 Okay, <clears throat> five details. Did, did she hit on one of them? She has one of them sort of in the right department. It's like who, so what, was, where. So she's on one of them. She's in the neighborhood. Correct. Okay. Okay. Do it again at 940. Kristen made the best guacamole Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, Haven't had stuff. that in a while. Now, what did you dip it in? Where did you dip in it? Or? Just had chips. Uh, well, we have both. We do chips and we do like uh, jicama. Mm. You ever do that? No. Yeah, that's good too. Good stuff. Yeah. Does she nice. do a smooth or does she do a chunky? No, we like a chunky, baby. Yeah, same. Yeah. It's a weird texture. Like kind of slimy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we love it. For texture-sensitive people, it can be a little weird. You like it smooth because or you like it chunky? Well, that, that when it's chunky, you know, it's like parts of it are smooth, and then all of a sudden there's a lump. It's kind of like a smoother version of lumpy mashed potatoes. Yeah, well, sometimes a that's the avocado. Version. It's like a chunk of avocado. Or other times, with us, it could be like a piece of red onion. Yeah. Which we love. She tries to chop them up pretty well, but... Uh, yeah, no, we like it chunky. It's like my peanut butter. You know, you like smoother, you like chunky. <laughs> yep. I like skippy chunky. <laughs> uh, you may have missed this little bit of irony during the big game, but there was a Super Bowl ad this year for avocados from Mexico where a bunch of Romans were tailgating outside of the Coliseum. How did I miss that? Hmm. I remember that. Yeah, I might have gotten up and... I was half watching that one. I don't remember what was going on in the house, something, but I remember all the Caesar stuff. Yeah. And all the celebs in it. Yeah. Andy Richter played Caesar. Mm hmm. But right before the game, the U.S. government banned Mexican avocado imports. So that's $7 million down the drain, right? I would just, I think I, if I were the guy that bought that $7 million ad and then watched the government do that, I would be like, oh my God. Right. I would send them the bill. Yeah. So there is a ban right now on Mexican avocado imports. I, I thought that was like our sole source of avocados. Is there another place we get avocados? I think it's California. California gives oh, us a few, not be enough. but nowhere near enough. If it, no. they're only like, yeah, twenty percent out of Cali, and they had already booked the spot. You know, they had already paid for it at that point, so they they couldn't pull out and save their money. But here's what happened: Mexican drug cartels have been trying to extort avocado growers in Mexico, and I guess a U.S. food inspector got a threatening message on his phone, possibly a death threat. So that's what prompted the ban, which, you know, I mean, it's it's not permanent, but even a short-term ban could cause the price of avocados to go way up because 80% of the avocados we eat come from Mexico. Wow. Yeah. It could be a problem. Just keep thinking about Chipotle. It's the cartel messing things up again. <sighs> Damn cartel. Back in 2019, one expert claimed the U.S. would run out of run out of avocados in three weeks if imports from Mexico were to suddenly stop. And at the time, Politico rated that claim as mostly true. 
So it's, it's a real thing. So if you're an avocado fan, stay tuned. Yeah. You're probably already paying a little bit extra anyway. Yeah. Right now between inflation and the Super Bowl. and Right. I mean, usually when I hear stories like this, I'm like, uh, well, it looks like I'm just going to have to pay more for avocados. Yeah. But in this case, they're like, no, they, there won't be any to pay <laughs> It'll more just for. be gone. We're going to run out in like, you know, three or four weeks. <sighs> you won't be able to find them if the ban continues. And even if it resumes, there's going to be that lag time because now we got to get them back in and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. supply chain and all that. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, 7 after 8, coming up on or about 820. Your chance to win $1,000 in the 1K letter of the day. Woot, woot, big I'm money. Pu- putting it out there right now, full moon alert. We got a full oh, moon tomorrow yeah. or tonight or whenever it is. It yeah. was beautiful this morning yeah, driving it in. It was nice and bright. Mm-hmm. Like Very it. pretty. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Tim, I got a new moneymaker for you. What do you got? Hit me. I got bills. <laughs> In your Airbnb? Shut up. You, are you sure you don't need to direct this one at me? <laughs> well, you don't have an Airbnb. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Three words. Coin-operated AC. Oh. <laughs> there you go. So just... if you book an Airbnb this summer, bring a roll of quarters with you. Because that's the new thing. You know... I don't hate the idea. (laughs) Here's what I've learned with operating an Airbnb for the last two years. Mm -hmm. 90% of the people that stay at Airbnbs are wonderful, normal folks who respect your property, who want to have a great time. The other 10% are absolutely idiots. Yeah. That don't read any of the login information. They call you at three in the morning, wasted. I can't get into the house. Well, why not? Are you at the right house? Uh, no. <laughs> Are you at the right door? Uh, no. no. <laughs> They're so, so lucky to have you there to help. So for those 10%, yeah, there should be a coin-operated everything in there. Yeah. <laughs> I've started to do a new a new uh, series on Twitter of things that Airbnb guests have left. Oh, I bet you found some really interesting things. Like, what have you found? Uh, in the last two weeks, someone left a six-pack of Red Stripe beer. Okay. Took that home. Yeah, why not? Uh, someone left a whole ton of glitter penises. Really? Um, some I'm not even sure what those... Confetti crap. That's uh, the red party. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, someone left a automatic balloon blower-upper machine. Okay. Um, someone left a whole jug of UDF orange drink. Oh, nice. Unopened. Oh, well, then there you go. We gave it to our clean We leave food behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, and every place is different. Like you said, you got to read the book. But they're like, if it's unopened and you want to leave it behind, that's totally fine. We'll either keep it for the next guest if it's unopened. But if it's opened, then yeah. if you could throw it away, that would be great. And if not, then, you know, we're going to do it. But we'd appreciate it if you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, nice little discoveries from time to time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone in Spain posted a video on TikTok after they got to the Airbnb they rented and realized the air conditioner was coin operated. That's funny. How much would it charge you to keep, you know, the room at yeah, how much comfortable does a temperature? Get you an hour? Yeah, I don't know. But the owner was apparently sick of people cranking the AC and running up the energy bill. Mm. And most people online seem to think that a coin operated AC is kind of stingy. But would you rather have the option if it meant your booking fee was a little lower? 
He's not going to lower the booking. No, fee. he's not. No is way. there a way to fix the? Uh, I mean, don't they do it here? Isn't the thermostat fixed? You could lock it in there. Uh huh. So they can't mess with it. We've learned a couple things. That's not going to work. One in a three-story building, which is what ours is. You know, if mm-hmm. the heat is set at seventy on the first floor. You don't have to set it at 70 on the second floor because hot air rises, right? right. Mm-hmm. But people don't always understand that. Uh, also, everyone's body temperature is different. Sure. 77 degrees. I can't. No. It's pretty hot That's in hot. my opinion. But Me too. It's pretty, I would say, half the people that rent our place have it set at over 75. Really? Also, if you're going to smoke a ton of weed at someone's house when uh-huh. you're not supposed to, if you run the AC in the winter, it's evidently supposed to clean it out. Really? I don't know if that's an old wives' tale, but we've also walked into our house with the AC set on 58 <laughs> in the middle of January. Yeah, the place we rented on Marco Island, which is like right on the beach and it's in Florida, so those air, con- air conditioning systems, especially in those older high-rises, can't tolerate mm-hmm. much, especially you can't run them for long periods of time below 68 degrees. And they ask you, they'll, they'll say freeze. in the book, when you leave, play, please make sure set it it's at. set to... This and whatever you do, don't set it higher than this or lower than that. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Coin operated AC. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> $250,000, man. That's an incredible haul for a burglary. That's almost, that's like Ocean's Eleven level, right? <laughs> not well, quite, not but quite it ain't bad. bad. Yeah, but this thief might not even want the money. Last Thursday, someone broke into a place called Punch Out Gaming in Forest Lake, Minnesota. They actually broke into a neighboring store, which was vacant, and then busted through the shared wall, like Kool-Aid Man style. Really? Yeah. Punch Out Gaming, sell, they sell a lot of Pokemon stuff. Oh, wow. And that's what the guy that's was after. That's what he was after, Pokemon. Yeah, he was reportedly in and out of the store for two hours. Wow. And got away with a ton of boxes of merchandise worth about $250,000. The thief was caught on the store's surveillance cameras, but he did not enter a back room that would have tripped the alarm. That might have been because he was familiar with the store. Sure. Or maybe that's because that's where the safe was and he wanted Pokemon merch and not the cash. But anyway. That's funny. He is still on the run. What a thing to steal. I didn't even realize Pokemon was still a thing. Still a thing? And, oh, my goodness. Start to my money. nephew, man. Yeah. yeah, He's still into it as an adult. He's got really? a kid now. Yes. Yeah, but he sees it more for, I mean, there is the nostalgia, but he now sees the value. I see. It's And that may end up paying for his kid's college. You never know. It's February 15th, which means that we are just two months away from tax day. I was going to say exactly two months, but tax day is actually April 18th this year because the 15th is Emancipation Day which is a legal holiday in Washington, D.C., but basically two months. And uh, anyway, the word is tax season is going to be a mess this year. I guess there's an IRS staffing shortage or supply or supply chain issue as well. So if you want to get your refund fast, you're going to need to be strategic. So here are four tips to get your refund as fast as possible this year. The IRS is advising people to file as soon as possible. Instead of waiting at least another month or two, knock out that filing now before everyone else. Uh, They highly suggest using e-filing. Don't mail in those tax forms. Instead, use electronic filing. The IRS says e-filing will get you a refund within 21 days, which is at least twice as fast 
as if you were to use the mail. Uh, and be really careful about making mistakes because obviously getting audited is is bad and will clearly slow down your refund. Uh, but even having a few minor mistakes can slow things down if the IRS has to check them against their records. And you want to talk about a slowdown. If you think it's slow now when you get red flagged or if you're being audited when they don't have the personnel to follow through on those audits, it's going to hold you up even longer. And requesting direct deposit. If you let the IRS just dump your refund into your bank account, instead of asking for a check, you're going to get your refund a lot That'd sooner. That would be lovely. Yeah. And I know Mama needs a new pair of shoes. Mama's got a long list of things that Mama needs. <laughs> so I could see you just electronically doing it all, right? Just to save time and money, I would think. Hey, Abby, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Not bad. Awesome. We How's love going. It's good. I'm on my way to work. I'm super stoked. Have you ever played before? Um, not on the phone. No. Nope. <laughs> I love that. Not on the, not in <laughs> real life. Just in playtime in my car. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. And do you usually do pretty well when you're in the car? Uh sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Depends on the letter and the questions, right? Yeah, it does. So true. All right. Well, Jeff's going to give you a good letter today. I promise you that. And then you'll have okay. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. Don't repeat any of your answers. The key to winning is passing quickly. And uh, mm-hmm. you do all that, and you'll, you'll win $1,000. Awesome. Okay, today your letter is L. You have the letter L. Oh, that's today. a good one. L. Like L. Yeah. L. Okay, so I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock over here. Okay. And I will not start that timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. Yep. Here we go with the letter L. Name something you've done to celebrate Valentine's Day. Love. Something blue. Uh, pass. A toy. Legos. A job. A uh, letter person. Something square. A pass. Something sweet. Uh, pass. A car part. Lever. A beauty product. Uh, L'Oreal makeup. A kitchen supply. Pass. Something you rub. Uh, uh, I thought L'Oreal was pretty good. Beauty supply. Good. Yeah. A job. I thought litigator. I was going to say lawyer. Oh, yeah. Um, what were the other questions? What was your answer for a car part? Oh, a lever. a lever. I said lever. A lever. Okay. Yeah. Or you could have said left hand turn signal. Probably gone away with it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. True. Something blue was another one. She didn't get anything for. Lexus. Oh, Lexus would have worked. Kitchen Car. supply, I thought ladle. Um, oh, yeah. Something sweet, something square, and a job. What did she say? What did she? She didn't. What did she say for a job? She did say something. She said letter person. Letter person. <laughs> letter carrier. Did yeah. you mean letter carrier? Letter carrier Is that what yeah. you were thinking? Yeah, that's kind of. Yeah, it's... I guess so. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, harder, isn't it? When it's live on the phone. It is. It really I is. No, I know. But good try. Good try. Yeah, we'll do it again tomorrow. Keep on trying. Keep on playing till you win. All right. Thank you guys so much. All right, you bet. Have, have a, a good day. one. See ya. You too. See ya. Yep. Take it easy. All right. So, the odds that the Bengals will win the Super Bowl next year. Uh, Yeah. I think they should be pretty darn good. Not as good as the Chiefs, according to the bookmakers. You know what really sucks is don't you kind of feel like, you know, 
we're always going to have to come up against the Chiefs. Uh, th- this, now, yeah. this generation, yeah. yes, it's that's going to be who we're going to in the, in the AFC Championship. That's, that's what it's. Be that's, the rivalry. that's yep. That's what the wall we're going to run into. Yeah, I know. Super Bowl Fifty Six wasn't even twenty four hours old, and the online bookie started posting odds on Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Mm-hmm. According to a site called Sports Interaction, the top two teams didn't even make it to this year's game. Uh, they give the Kansas City Chiefs the best odds, followed closely by the Buffalo Bills. This year's winner, the L.A. Rams, came in third, followed by the Bengals in fourth place. And then the 49ers, and then the Buccaneers. Yeah, boy, they're bullish on the Buccaneers without Tom Brady. They well, think that's he's what I come, thought. Is he going to come back out of retirement? There, you know, he said never say never just the other day. So I don't know what that means. Does he have another team that he wants to go to? Does he? There's oh, something going on. Oh, you think this is all on. a big for like a broader strategy to get I to another team? I don't know. You think the retirement was BS. Why the hell would he say never say never? Only a few days after he did this whole big long. Blah, blah, blah about the commitment it takes, and he's not willing to make that commitment anymore. Well, if he comes out of retirement, then he's basically saying, hey, all that stuff about, like, my kids needing me more and other important commitments was all BS. Like, I took a couple of weeks, and I did all that daddy stuff and decided they don't really need me around. <laughs> so much. Yeah, I yeah, also and uh, yeah, these kids are not that great. Yeah, and I was kind of bored. I felt like working out all day anyway, so I might as well do something with that. They're kind of a pain in the ass, these kids. Yeah, and you know, I tried eating pizza and hot dogs, and it made me sick. So I'm back on my healthy diet. Back on smoothies all day. <laughs> I might as well play football. It's so stupid, though. Like doing a whole big grand retirement announcement and then coming back a la Brett Favre. Right. I mean, how many times did Favre do it? Yeah, And where would he want to go? I mean, does he have some crazy desire maybe to, you know, if Aaron Rodgers is going to go play in Denver or something, does he want to go play in Green Bay? Or does he have some, I don't know, bucket list-like idea? I don't know. That'd be cool to see, though, is sort of like, you, you know, you talk about if, let's say your Bengals don't make it to the Super Bowl, but you want to go to a Super Bowl, where you're just happy with whatever the outcome. You just want to see two great quarterbacks play against each other. Yeah. As a, as a spectator, that yeah. would be really cool. What, to see to Tom, see Brady, Tom Brady, Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Play each other? Yeah. 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 Coming in dead last are the Houston Texans, followed by the New York Jets and the Detroit Lions. <laughs> the Jaguars and the Giants round out the bottom five. I guess somebody bet $5,000 on the Jets to win the Super Bowl next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. To me, that's a lot. $5,000 is a lot of a money. A lot of money. And your odds are really bad. So I'd but, like to think that that's not a whole lot of money to them, but you were going to say. But we know people who placed a bet like a year ago on the Bengals going to the Super Bowl, and nobody would have thought. I mean, the odds were way, way, way against them a year ago. And if they would have won, they would have walked away with a ton of money. Well, in this case, the $5,000 bet on the Jets to win the Super Bowl next year, if they do, the payout is $1 million. I wonder what, what if we placed five grand on the Bengals for next year, what we would win. 
They don't give well, us those odds. Well, we're in fourth odds. place now. We wouldn't see odds We like wouldn't that. see a million. We might see, you know, right. 100,000 or something. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen. It's 833. Uh, hi to everyone here locally and to our listeners from out of town. We have people listening all over the country who stream on our Q102 app. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they can stream live, so you don't have to necessarily wait for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in, say, San Francisco on business or something, or you know maybe you move to the West Coast, or you're living down in Florida, whatever. We have a lot of people, a lot of tri-staters who live in Florida now that listen every morning. Mm-hmm. You know they and they put turn us on in the car, just like they did when they lived here. But instead of listening on the radio, they listen on the Q102 app. Yeah. How cool is that? Search WKRQ, download it, and uh, you just, you know, link up with your little Bluetoothy thingy. And and off you go. You're good to go. It's mm-hmm. like you're back in Cincinnati. Yep. Hi, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Does your mom listen every day? Sometimes. Yeah. You said same thing in Detroit. I know my mom, when she was around, was still around, God rest her soul, mm-hmm. used to listen live from Boston. And- mm-hmm. My mom can't listen at home because the dogs hear my voice and go crazy. Yeah, I get that. They start, <laughs> you understand that feeling. <laughs> yeah. They do. They get all worked up. <laughs> uh, the people behind this survey claim they found the worst foods to order on a first date, but that's only if you want the person to like you. If you never want to see them again, I guess these would be the best things to order. It's so funny how things change, though, after you've been in a relationship for a while. and You just don't, you just care. don't care about these Table things. manners out the door. Yeah, 2,000 people were polled. Top 10 worst foods to order on a first date. Working my way back from number 10, fajitas, which I don't think fajitas are that messy, are they? It can be. You can use be. a knife and a fork for fajitas. Hey, but that's, you know, and that's always a big thing, too. It's like, okay, this gen, this usually is a finger food that I would eat with my fingers, but now I'm on yeah. a date and I feel like I got to eat it with a fork, but it looks dumb to eat it with a fork. Right. Seafood in general. Again, I disagree. <laughs> okay. Is it um, smell thing or is it? No, I don't know. What is it about seafood? I haven't the foggiest Time. idea. I don't agree with all these. You need seafood very civilized. Uh, now, sushi, I could see maybe because of the fish smell. But I know a lot of, we've had a lot of first dates on second date update where they went out for sushi. Hmm. It's fun. Yeah. It's a fun, if you both like it, it's kind of a fun thing. You agree to go to a sushi place, right? So that one's debatable. All right. Now, number seven, I can see chicken wings. Any noodle dish, that was number six. Mm. Oysters were number five. Corn on the cob was number four. I'll never forget the second date update where the guy was a cob cutter. He was a cob cutter. Corn on the cob cutter. (laughs) Because he didn't want to do that savage gnawing thing and get the corn stuck Stuck between his his teeth. teeth. I get that. Well, there's a lot of foods that that are like that, foods that you have to bite into. Like, it's really easy if you bite into a burrito then to have a bunch of that stuck in your teeth. I came out of the closet as a a corn cutter. Cob Cob cutter. cutter. Yeah. Cutter. Yeah. Do do people usually look at you weird when you do it? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when we're out, like, her family lake house and the whole family, and we're sitting out at the picnic table. They're like, I think it's okay for you to pick it up. I'm like, it's not about how I look, it's about getting the corn stuck corn in your between teeth. my teeth. Because then you don't want to sit at the table and pick your teeth. I bet you don't want to get up and have to go somewhere no, to go and do it's it be either. bugging me yep. all night. And I'll, I'll be sitting there like, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm feeling it. It's right in there. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, ribs, that makes sense. That was number three. This can get a little sloppy. Yeah. Although, it's so funny. We got Eli's for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And we were just gnawing at them like savages, man. <laughs> That's love right there. We found someone long enough. And the whole time I'm thinking, God, we're such animals. Like, we would never have done this on our first date. Would that have, like, totally turned so you funny. off if, if she would have done that early on in the relationship? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, or I, would you have been keep... like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to work out great. Yeah, <laughs> quite possibly. Uh, let's see. Number two, mm. spaghetti, because it's messy. And number one, spicy curry. Oh, we order Deli Palace all the time, man. Mm. We love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, this is what they claim are the worst foods to order on a first date. Curry, spaghetti, and ribs. I mean, pizza can be kind of tough, too. It's one of those, do you pick it up with your fingers or eat it with a fork? I pick it up with my hands and I fold it. But that's it. I pick that up. That's a Northeastern You thing. can't do that with Jet's Pizza. It depends on where you get with it. With what now? With Jets Pizza. Oh, you Jets can't pick pizza. it up no. and fold it. Yeah, I do it by hand. Yeah. yeah. I used to, Pizza Hut has really big slices. It's been a long time since I had Pizza Hut, but I feel like those slices are really big and those are ones you can't bend either. I got the, whenever I would get Pizza Hut, so when I first moved to Avondale, and this was before, like we didn't, this was before Uber Eats and DoorDash were a thing. Mm-hmm. I had only one delivery option, and it was the Pizza Hut in St. Bernard. Yeah. And I would get their thin crust pizza. Pretty good? Yeah, it was good because I didn't get, like, loaded up on bread. I got all the yeah. toppings and stuff, and that was fairly easy for me to fold. Nice. With relative ease. Uh, what else? What else? What else? There was something else I wanted to add. Oh, okay. couple things that went viral. Somebody's doorbell cam filmed an Amazon driver talking to himself, <laughs> which is always entertaining because we all do it. Mm-hmm. But in those rare moments where you get to eavesdrop on someone talking to themselves, it's always kind of cool to hear what they're saying. And in this case, this Amazon driver was talking to himself about their beautiful ass house and how it's kind of inspiring him to do better in life. I don't know what I'm doing, but this is a beautiful ass house. I just want to let y'all know these like this inspired me to motivate myself to do better, like for real. It's just off the top. Yeah, have a good one. That's awesome. Huh. Yeah. Stay in touch with this guy. Let's see what ends up happening with him. Yeah. Curious. Oh, and I we found an LA Rams fan in the hospital holding his newborn daughter while watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> and the baby's, like, really new. Yeah, really new. And when it's clear the Rams are going to win, he starts to scream, but it's he's shushed by his wife. <laughs> Keep in mind, she just had a baby. Right. And she is lying in the hospital bed <laughs> filming this. Be like, give me what the a baby. day, what a Hand day, and the baby over. <laughs> are you something special? Who are you? You were born on the birthday, the Rams got here. I know, I was gonna ask, is he more, <laughs> is he more excited about the Rams winning? I don't fact, did he know. get this emotional when she had the baby? I don't know, that's what you wonder. You did. 
I'm never going to get her back. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so funny. I can't handle this guy. Yeah, do you name your newborn daughter after? You know, do you name her Rammy or something? Angel. You name her Angelus. Matthew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stafford. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of newborns, has this ever happened to you? A breastfeeding mother on TikTok noticed that she was leaking milk mm. out of her armpit. Really? Yeah. So she had milk ducts in her armpit and it... Evidently, this is more common than you think. One day I was feeding Allie and realized her hair was soaking wet. Then I realized it was coming from my armpit. I thought I was just really sweaty, but then I noticed this huge lump. What the heck is that? So I squeezed it and milk squirted out. I went to the doctor thinking maybe I had a third nipple, but she said, nope, your milk line actually runs all the way up through your armpits. Wow. I didn't know that. Did you know that? No, No. I've never heard of that before. Breast near. Interesting. But I guess it freaked her out because she thought maybe something was wrong. and would freak me out. Yeah. Turned out it's all good. You just uh, happen to collect in that. In that little area. Spot. And yeah. But evidently it's more common than people realize. Hmm. But when you have someone in your life and you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you're all set in that area of your life, you get hit on all the time. When you're single, nothing. (laughs) And they say it's that sense of confidence. That must be what it is. I don't know. But apparently I'm walking through nightclubs now like Cary Grant. Same bar, same people, but you're single? Suddenly you're coming through a trap door in the back like Vincent Price with a big top hat and a cape. I couldn't help noticing you sitting alone at the bar. Why don't you look at me when I'm speaking to you? Where are you going? Why won't you dance with me? You're all doing jello shots or I'll kill you. Comedian Dana Gould, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Trying to think... um, I don't know if there's a way you could check this, Tim. That movie that Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem was in about Lucy and Desi, what's mm. it called that? I'm trying to think of what it was called. If that got nominated for a Best Picture Did Award. Did you see that on one? on Amazon. Yeah, and it was surprisingly good. Was it good? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I haven't seen every episode of I Love Lucy, but I've watched enough of them in reruns to appreciate its... Her brilliance. Contribution, her brilliance. Yeah, she is amazing. Being the Ricardos. Being the Ricardos. That was nominated for Best Picture, right? Or am I making that up in my head? It was really good. And it's just kind of... And Nicole Kidman nailed it. Best Actress. Yeah. Oh, she got Best Actress. Yeah, that's right. And he got nominated, I think, for Best Actor. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's on Amazon... I liked it because it was the first sitcom ever, and it just gives you some insight as to her genius and just how everything was very deliberate and calculating and how brave she was in insisting that he be her co-star because that was, for a while, a deal-breaker with CBS. They were like, hey, we're offering you this opportunity. Don't blow it by Mm -hmm. making unrealistic demands. But she stuck to her guns. They caved, and it turned out to be, you know, Best display of chemistry on national television ever. But their relationship was kind of messed up, wasn't it? Well, they couldn't be together. I mean, they were 
unhappy and he was cheating and there was alcoholism, but they remained friends. Like they were great co-parents and they remained friends. Kind of like Sonny and Cher. Yeah, they really did. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that was tough. And so they give you some insight into that. But anyway, Amy Poehler, I guess, is working on a, on a documentary on Lucy and Desi. And by the way, uh, Lucy and Desi's kids, Lucy Arnaz and, um, I guess his name is Ricky, right? The son? The son is, yeah, Junior, Ricky Junior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were in on the movie, so that w- that came with their blessing and a lot of the inside stuff. Wow. God, he's got to be old now, too. Yeah, and I heard that they shot scenes of it on the actual soundstage where, where they did the show. It's oh, an cool. old soundstage that I, I don't think it's like a movie studio anymore. Like, I think you can rent it out for functions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I suppose you could shoot stuff there, but... Yeah, Amy Poehler's got a Lucy and Desi documentary coming out, and that's also going to be on Amazon Prime Video on March 4th. Here's a clip. I'd like you to meet my favorite redhead, the mother of my children, ladies and gentlemen, Lucille Ball. I wanted to get as far away as possible. My parents had these audio tapes. Hello, hello. Hi there. He said, that's Lucille Ball. And I said, oh man, that's a hunk of woman. I was madly in love with Desi. I've never felt that way about anyone before. No one wanted him to play my husband because he was Cuban and they wanted a real American couple. The only reason I Love Lucy exists is because they wanted to be together. It's all about unconditional love. Yeah, and she was uh, targeted by that, um, you know, McCarthy Committee on Un-American Activities, where there was like a big witch hunt for commies. Jeez. Mm-hmm. And uh, how she stood up to that. I mean, the whole thing is just really well done. Wow. So, yeah, if you have some time, you should watch it. Because when you think about every sitcom that's out there today, that mm-hmm. that was the first. That paved the way. Yeah. That multi-camera, half-hour television comedy format, situation comedy format. Mm-hmm. You can thank burst. her for it. Yep, it was yeah. burst by her. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.